Hari Om to all. Let me start with a, a short invocation, a prayer uh, to Ma Saraswati. Sura Sura Sevita Pada Pankaja Kare Virajat Kamaniya Pustaka Virinji Patni Kamala Sanastita Saraswati Nrityatu Vachi Mesada. Hari Om. Uh, today I am going to speak on uh, Bhumi Sukta, the Prithvi Sukta or Bhumi Sukta. Uh, before I start Bhumi Sukta, I mean it's a very big Sukta having 63 mantras. Uh, the sage is Atharvar sage. This comes in the Atharva Veda. But does it mean that in the Veda there is no glorification of Prithvi? It's not like that. In fact, right from the Rigveda, we have the eternal parents. These are the eternal parents, the Dhyava and the Prithvi. The heaven and the earth are the eternal parents of the mankind, all the beings and all. But whenever we say Bhumi Sukta, what comes to our mind is the Bhumi Sukta of Atharva Veda, the twelfth kanda, the first Sukta. You know, uh, Bhumi is so varied. It is, she is called Prithivi, Prathanat Prithivi. She is called Kshama or Kshma because she is all bearing. She forbears, she forgives and she sustains all of us. She is Vishwadhani, Vasudha, Vasundhara, Ratnaprasuhu. So many names are there. So many water streams flow on her. So many mountains are there. So many valleys are there. You know, I would like to remember just last month, even it's not even a month, 22nd of April, we celebrated International Earth's Day, right? And within a month now, we are eulogizing Prithvi. I feel this is something which is very coincidental for us. So let us start with the Prithvi Sukta. Now, Rugveda praises this natural phenomena. Normally, Prithvi, Aptej, Vayu and Akash. These are the natural phenomenon we get, which get deified in the Rigveda as the deities. Okay. And therefore, we have the Prithivi and the Heaven, which are combinedly called as Rodasi or Krandasi or Dhyava Prithivi. They create the entire universe. It's only the Prithivi, not only Prithivi, but the Heaven. They create the entire universe. They are benevolent to all, as all the parents are to their progeny. In the Rigveda, it is said, and Atharva Veda also, it goes that, Siona Prithivi Bhava Anrikshara Niveshani Yachanaha Sharma Saprathaha. O Prithivi, Siona Bhava, be wonderfully uh, compassionate and merciful to us, anrakshara, without any thorns, without any thorny kantakas and bushes, you know, and niveshani, you provide us good abode and dwelling, and yachanaha sharma, please give us all that happiness, all that joy, and make our path wide open. So this is how Rigveda also praise his mother earth. She is compared to a milk cow. She is a Kamadenu. And the heaven is a vigorous bull. Bull, Vrishabha. Again, you know, very interestingly, Vrishabha has two meanings. 
the oriental scholars especially especially sanganacharya who has commented the 14th century uh, poet philosopher and bhashyakar a commentator uh, he says you know that vrushu seichane vrushu seichane to shower so one who showers showers what the liquid from the heaven that is the rains kerala is having heavy rains by the way okay so that rain is that divine fluid which sustains all of us so that is vrishabha and the western scholars normally talk vrishabha as a bull a mighty bull it's a physical prowess which is emphasized there so many suktas glorify her but when it comes to bhumi sukta it is always the uh, uh, atharva vedya bhumi sukta now atharva veda 121 12th kanda first sukta at this what is the viniyoga you know every sukta has a rishi and a viniyoga when it is to be implemented when it is to be recited or chanted so what is the viniyoga there are multiple n number of uh, implementation occasions one is for shala nirmana shala is not a school shala is any construction a house a dwelling and a board a premises so shala nirmana then during a ritual called agrahayani ishti this sukta is chanted this is also a paustika karma paustika karma atharva veda is known of shantika paustika etc so paustika karma any nourishing activity you know that time it is recited then at the time of earthquakes oh mother earth please don't get angry on us please calm down to quieten the terrible terrifying and you know quaking mother earth this sukta is recited and generally it is the protection of the towns the cities the people this sukta is recited and shanti karmani the pacificatory acts also this is recited now since it's a very long sukta of 63 mantras i'm not going to give the translation of every mantra it's not possible in one hour to finish off everything but some important things and i'll go by uh, the themes later on so first uh, of course i would like to deal with the first uh, mantra satyam brihadrutamugram diksha tapo brahma yagnyah prithivim dharayanti sano bhutasya bhavyasya patni urum lokam prithivi nakranatu what does it mean it means the great satyam brihat satyam you can see my cursor brihat is the great satya is the truth and ritam ugram rita is the right rita is the cosmic order rita is the moral law how it is it is formidable unavoidable and compulsory obligatory and diksha consecration tapaha tapaha is austerity tapa is penance tapa is any effort which you do to achieve your desired goal striving hard making efforts is tapaha then brahma brahman is prayer brahman is the highest the ultimate reality brahma is veda and yagna yagna is not just a sacrifice wherein the oblations are offered yagna also means tyaga because dravya devata and tyaga this is the trisutri of any sacrificial ritual so this prithivi 
bears all this she is she sustains all this and she is the master patni patni here doesn't mean a wife pati and patni it is from pata palaka protector master and this is the feminine form of that so she is the protector she is the master of the past as well as the future bhavyasya urum lokam prithivi naha prinotu let that earth make this loka make this world uru wide for us naha for us now here some of the words are very tricky for example satya and rita you know uh, you must be remembering anrita also anrita is the opposite of rita and anrita means asatya so then what is the difference between satya and rita satya is a universal truth and rita is a dynamic truth satya is static it doesn't change it was there in the past it is there now and it will be similar in the future that is satya and rita is a changing cosmic order something which is in flux that is called rita and by the way rutavan is varuna and usha is called ritavari so this is the uh, difference between satya and rita one of the meanings of rita is also jala water so uh, this is jala yukta so the prithvi you know three fourth of this earth is covered by water so she abounds in watery mass that is also uh, one of the meanings of this and let this mother earth be sustained by abundant water let there be plenty of water every now and then the seers are saying let there be plenty of water for drinking now recently we know that cape town has been declared as the first uh, town which is without water without potable drinking water so to avoid such type of calamity we have to ensure that there is plenty of water on earth now prithvi krunotu krunotu is something which is a vedic form of rukru that is karotu so let this prithvi make this wide room for us let there be plenty of space to reside so these are the things which make the world going which make the world moving now i happen to uh, read pandit satavlekar shripad damodar satavlekar who had uh, uh, who has published all the vedic samhitas from pardi gujarat you know and he has given a very wonderful interpretation of many of the suktas especially this he himself was a freedom fighter and he said that this sukta served as a matruhumi sukta for the freedom fighters and this served as an national anthem for them and for motherland he interprets the first verse in a different manner and he says that the people who have to fight for the release of motherland from the foreign clutches from the foreign invaders how they have to be they have to have many qualities many virtues and what are they they are truthfulness they are the perfect knowledge of rita the martial spirit that is the ugratva the perseverance and the efforts which is tapas 
enthusiasm and enterprise which is diksha ultimate knowledge that is brahman and clarity uh, charity and sacrifice that is tapas so this is the matrubhumi sukta and not just bhumi sukta for pandit satavalika now let us see some geographical descriptions which occur in this sukta this earth which was once submerged in the waters it was in a salile nimagna and it was uplifted by vishnu in the varaha incarnation in the bore incarnation we all know that story but it has high and low on her you know there are high mountains and low valleys and there are plain grounds so this pravata udvata and sama these are the words which are used in the atharva veda now made this prithvi spread wide for us and be prosperous to us prithvi naha prathatam radhatam prathanat prithvi that which is spread widely you know that is vastly puru cheese prithvi and radhatam let her be nourishing towards us radha samusiddhau so radhatam earth is adorned with the oceans and the rivers and people enjoy the food which is produced by her and drink the water which is provided by her streams by her ever flowing water bodies sano bhumihi purva peye dadhatu let that earth give us provide us purva peye the ancient most water that means the water which is there should not shrink should not evaporate the water must flow on the earth forever sano bhumihi let that earth twishim balam rashtre dadhatu uttame let that prithvi give in the uttama rashtra in the best of this nation the bharata varsha what balam the strength and twishi twish is the ugra teja that the fighting martial spirit this earth is spread in all the directions chatasraha pradishaha so there are dishaha and pradishaha the directions and the sub directions bhagam varcha prithivi no dadhatu may she give may she assign fortune and splendor on us so that is the prithivi earth element of the prithvi let the hills and the snowy mountains the forest lands on this earth be pleasant and comfortable the soil on this earth the earth is not uniform wherever you go you know because of the iron contained in the earth you see there are various colors so she is babru babru is brownish tawny krishna that is black rohini is right uh, is uh, red in color so babrum krishnam rohinim bhumim this is the earth on which the yagnas are performed the altars are built the vedis are built and vedi is nothing but the navi of the prithvi she moves fast at times she trembles she quakes terribly and that time people are afraid and they try to pacify her they try to quieten are there other elements in prithvi see we we mention about the five 
grass elements, prithvi, ap, tej, vayu and akash. But according to the philosophy, especially the Panchikarana Siddhanta in the Vedanta, in the Indian philosophy, we have this notion that all the elements exist in every other element in some little or more portion. And therefore it is said that fire exists in Prithivi. The Panchikarana could be cut down to Trivrutkarana as well. So Prithvi, Up and Teja, these three elements, they are uh, existing in each other. Okay. So fire exists in earth, fire exists in herbs, in water and in all the beings. Fire exists in earth and therefore there is a very typical adjective given to Prithivi. She is called Asita Gnu. Gnu is Janu. Gnu is Janu. Asita is not white. Sita is white. Asita is black. So one who is having black needs and that is due to the fire within her. So this is a very distinguishing epithet, so to say, of Mother Earth. Her knees are dark because of fire within her. She's covered with rocks. She's covered with small stones and pebbles, dust, trees and herbs. Mahavirya Oshadhihi. It is said that she produces the multiple medicinal herbs having medicinal qualities of various types. So she is Mahavirya Oshadhi. Another very interesting thing, and we learn this from the Vaisheshika Darshana, Vaisheshika Siddhanta, that Gandhavati Prithivi. Gandhavati Prithivi. Prithivi has Gandha as an essential quality. Like, you know, Gandhavati Prithivi, then Prithvi Ap Rasavadhyaha Apaha Rupamattejaha Sparshavan Vayuhu and Shabdagunam Akasham. These are the five Tanmatras which they are said. And Earth has Gandha as a subtle element, her Tanmatra. And there is a beautiful verse in Atharva Veda, 23rd Mantra, which says, Yaste Gandhaha Prithivi. Whatever Gandha is there in you, O Mother Earth, which Pushkaram Avivesha, which has entered the water, the water at every place tests differently. It has the test also because it is Rasa, Jalava, Rasavadhyaha Adhyaha, and then Rasavadhyaha Apaha, and it has Gandha also, the water in, at every place has a different uh, smell as well. So, yaste gandha prithivi pushkaram avivesha yam sanchabhruhu suryayaha vivahe amartyaha prithivi tubhyam te namam surabhi kruno. So, that gandha, O Mother Earth, which was which prevailed in the Surya Vivaha, which is there in the Atharva Veda 14th Mandala, it's already there in the Rigveda 10th Mandala. So please give that fragrance to me, says Daishi Atharva. This fragrance exists in human beings as well as in animals, and you all know that how animals uh, that olfactory uh, these organs are very strong, they can smell from a distance, you know, 
and they have their own territorial markings on based on the smell of the urine so this is again an interesting thing that this fragrance the gandha prithvi exists in human beings as well as in animals east west north south front back above below these are the various directions the dashadisha again a very important and a very interesting and significant mantra which comes you know for digging uh, for when we are digging the earth maybe it is for digging up a well maybe you are laying a foundation to construct something your house a school or something else and then you have to dig up but then before digging up you have to beg pardon of prithvi you have to ask for kshama you know kshama yachana whenever i dig you let it quickly grow or i don't want mother earth you know i don't want to hurt you oh my mother and so whatever injury i do to you by digging let it quickly heal over i don't want to hit your vitals your marmasthana or i don't want to pierce your heart says rishi atharva mate marma vimrutvari mate hridayam arpitam you know it is very interesting to see that uh, when whenever the samidhas are cut from the khadira the ashvatha and the other trees shami and others before cutting before you know uh, cutting the branches with an axe again there is uh, there is a mantra swadhite ma enam dimsi so this is only for the ritual purpose that i'm cutting i don't want to hurt the tree i don't want to cut the branches unnecessarily i don't want to dig up the earth without any purpose without any reason and whenever i dig i don't want to hurt her heart her vital marma marma is the vital uh, portion marmasthana marma chikitsa you must be aware of that and she is called vimrudvari in this we is the upasarga which talks of visheshana and mrija is the root mrija marjana that is to cleanse to to wipe to wash you know so she is called vimrudvari the most cleansing one and there is a mention of the samvatsara and the six rituals grishma varsha sharad hemantav and shishira vasantav she is called kshma and kshama in this verse because she is patiently bearing everything she doesn't complain at all you know again a very beautiful verse which is quoted very often while praising prithvi vishvambhara vasudhani pratishtha vishvambhara she bears all vishva in the vedic literature doesn't mean vishva that is a word but vishva means all it is as good as sarva a synonym of sarva which is a pranam so vishvambhara all bearing vasudhani dhani she sustains she holds vasu that is wealth the riches in her womb there are so many minerals you know so many metals and minerals that is the wealth she possesses and in her bosom she from her bosom she yields all the grains and the crops and the vegetables and the medicines and what not so vasudhani she is pratishtha she is firmly 
standing at a place hiranyavaksha jagato niveshani she is niveshani she gives the room nivesha niveshana an abode a place to live uh, for all the world for the moving world you know jagat from gama to go jagataha niveshani and again a very peculiar adjective hiranyavaksha hiranyavaksha why her bosom is golden why golden when indra her lord he he showers abundantly the rains you know that is the fructifying fluid that is the garbhadana for the earth he he makes her pushkalavati which produces rains and the ripe grains look golden in color and therefore she is called hiranyavaksha golden bosom then vaishwanaram vibrati vaishwanare is fire vaishwanara the niruktakara yaska gives the different quotations i quote only two vishwanara enam veda all the people know him as agni and he knows all the people ayamba vishwanaran veda iti vaishwanara so vaishwanaram agnim bhumihi bibhrati this bhumi bears the vaishwanara agni this vaishwanara agni is our jatara agni also when it comes in the human beings that keeps us warm throughout and indra rushabha dravine no tathatu indra is the rushabha that is the rushabha again i told you the two meanings of rushabha one is the showerer of rain and one is the mighty the physical uh, prowess it indicates so dravine no tathatu let them give us bountiful blessings in the form of material wealth so that is another thing which is asked here this earth is as good as a cow like a cow the earth gives with many streams bhuridhara sano bhumir bhuridhara payo duha mato kshatu varchasa meshi yield milk that she really yield milk in fact you know there is a story that prithuru uh, uh, this vainya prithuru vai vainya venat san prithu he milk this cow and therefore she is named after prithu and therefore she is called as prithvi now when it is said that the earth is a cow and somebody is taking the milk out of her it is really producing grains and producing oshadis from her bosom so it is the agricultural activity you can say that was started by prithu we can have rational interpretations of the vedic sutras so sano bhumihi bhuridhara with multiple streams that is multiple yields multiple crops let her give us abundantly and let let her sprinkle with the splendor varchas is the splendor varchas is tej splendor luster so let her sprinkle with that luster of the produce the good healthy food that will bring glory and splendor to the people sahasram dharara dravidasya meduham druve vadhenu anapaspuranti so she is like a dhenu who is like a steady dhruva she doesn't move 
some cows you know they don't allow you to milk but she is the one who allows you very benevolent she is like a steady unresisting anapaspuranti unresisting unshaking cow she allows all the people to get the produce from her the way they like multiple crops we take from her tranquil she is tranquil she is fragrant she is pleasant with sweet milk in her udder may she bless me with her milk bhumihi adhibravitume prithivi payasasah so let that bhumi give me abundant milk and therefore she is called kamadugha kamadhenu she is as if the wish fulfilling cow we have kamadhenu we have kalpa vruksha so these are some concepts which we have so prithvi is like a kamadhe she bears the bipeds and the quadrupeds you know everywhere in the vedic mantras it is shanno dipadesham chatushpade bhava let there be you know a mangala sham mangala well being for the bipeds dipade and sham chatushpade the quadrupeds then there is tavaime prithivi panchamanava panchajana is a peculiar term which is used right from the rigveda in the in the entire vedic corpus we have this term and there are various interpretations just to give you quickly one or two uh, sayanacharya the the first known commentator uh, fully available commentary of uh, ऋग्वेद अथर्वेद एक्सेट्रा हि सेर निषाद पंचमा चतुर्वर्ण दे आर् ब्राह्मण क्षत्रिय वैश्य शूद्र अंड निषाद दीज आर कॉल द पंचजन अनदर इंटरप्रिटेशन इज गंधर्व पितृज देव असुर अंड राक्षस ऑल द प्रजिनी ऑफ द कश्यप फ्रॉम हिज वेरियस वाइफ दिथि अदिति धनु कद्रु विनता एक्सेट्रा एक्सेट्रा और a simple you know etymological explanation could be panchabhihi bhutaihi janyate asau panchajanah this is the jana this is the human being who is the mankind in in totality who is janyate who is born of panchabhihi who are this five the bhutas the panchamahabhutas so the mankind is made up of the panchamahabhutas and is going to merge and dissolve into the panchamahabhutas so this means simply the human being per se she produces various medicinal herbs uh, we we thought of this that you know there are bahuvirya oshadhayah hmm? and there are shatakratvyah oshadhayah in the oshadi sukta of the rigveda oshadis are called satakratyah they have got hundreds of healing and uh, curing uh, or preventive powers shivam siyonam anucharem vishwah what does he wish wishes what does he wish he wishes that let us trade upon this earth let us wander around this earth leisurely at our own pace shivam siyonam the very uh, what kalyanakaraka mangalakaraka the most auspicious and the most loving compassionate and the caretaking mother you know as the child will play on 
how mother we are also playing on this motherland may we go around on this auspicious and pleasant earth she is again all bearer the wild and the might you know not only the bipeds and the quadrupeds she bears the reptiles and even the worms the biggest reptiles to the smallest worms and insects she bears all protect me from poisonous snakes scorpions and crawling worms i have just given some numbers in the bracket so that those who are you know the seekers of knowledge can go to the original sutta and check for yourself you know protect me from the poisonous snakes and scorpions etc protect me from the wild beasts the lions the tigers and the man eaters purushadaha these are all like ferocious forest beasts so protect me from those beastly animals from the jackals and the wolves who would gobble me up keep me away from the gandharvas the apsaras the pishachas and the demons because they are the haunting evil spirits so let me not get affected oh mother earth please protect me from all these bad evil things so that is again a prayer one more verse you know janam biprati bahudha vivachasam i wanted to have this especially when in indian soil we talk about india is a multilingual multi religion uh, you know a land of various religions various tongues various customs and practices and what not so but we follow the principle of unity in diversity so janam bibhrati bahudha vivachasam the first ever reference to that we can find in the sarvaveda janam bibhrati bahudha vivachasam vivachasam vividhaha vachaha vadanti ye manava people speak in various tongues so all those people she is uh, holding she is bearing nana dharmanam practicing different customs different practices different religions different duties their own dharma yatha aukasam as if in the same form okas okas is is a home a need uh, a nest need in hindi so this is okas and therefore the gods are called divaukasaha dyuloka heavenly world is their okas is their abode okay so yatha aukasam as in one house people stay you know together this is this has a reference not to the micro families we are living in silos now but the joint there are old people there are young people there are small children there are some people who are working there are some people who don't work but they are fed three meals a day right so this is i mean all people are not of equal stature equal age equal gender equal whatever equanimity whatever they i'm sorry here the lights have gone they will come back again so but then you have to bear with me for a while so nana dharmanam prithivi yatha avakasam as in one house the householder the main person you know he takes care of all the inmates similarly this mother earth as a motherly divine figure she takes care of all the people 
सहस्रम दहारा द्रविणस्य मेधुआ ध्रुवे वेनु अनपस्फुरी it may not mean the cash uh, it, it could be the material prosperity like a steady and unresisting cow now mother earth was likened with uh, with a cow now she is likened with a mother prop there are two three references in verse number 10 12 and verse number 63 she is referred to as mother as mata सहनो भूमि With her stunya, with her breast milk, then Mata Bhumihi Putroham Prithivya. What a sentence, you know. Very. These are like the Subhashitas. Bhumi is my Mata, and I am her son. I am her child, and as a child, will take care of her mother in the old age when she is ailing. Every human being must take care of the mother earth. because she is her his mother his or her mother and she doesn't hesitate you know in sacrificing everything so that the child gets nourished as a mother would do everything for her child she leaves no stone unturned in nourishing the child it is the bounden duty of the child to take care of the mother whenever she is in need of it भूमे मातर भद्रया सुप्रतिष्ठितम ओ मदर अर्थ माता हियर इज अ संबोधन अवोकेटिव ओ भूमि ओ माता ओ मदर अर्थ प्लीज सेटल विथ काइंडनेस भद्रया निधेही सुप्रतिष्ठितम द वेल एस्टैब्लिश्ड ओ यू बी वेल एस्टैब्लिश्ड एंड प्लीज सेटल विथ ऑल भद्र ऑल कल्याण ऑल शम ऑल मंगलम for me how the seer seeks concord or harmony you know in the way that we have sangachadvam sambadadvam samnovanansi sambhomanamsi jatasatam and samaniva kutihi samanardhayaniva here we are different different type of people staying here we are dancing we are we are playing we are singing we are digging we are doing what not on this earth and she allows us to do all that because we are all like vasudhaiva kutumbakam the entire vasudha vasuni dharayati iti vasudha she is like a kutumba she is like a, like a family and therefore mano dvikshata kashchana let us not hate each other what a lofty message what a what a very very profound message especially in these uh, difficult times of pandemic you know when everybody is looking at other person with suspicion this message carries uh, an extra mile for us let's stay here without hating each other manodvikshata kashchana why because we are all 
staying on her, doing the things which we like, Yasyam, Gayanti, Nrityanti, etc. Here enemies are there. It's not all our friends. There are some foes. They fight. But then please, O oh Mother Earth, take care of me and spare me from such evil forces, such wicked people. Make me free from the rivals. Asapatnam Pranotu. This is again a very peculiar word, Sapatna. Sapatni is a word perhaps you know. Sapatni is South, a co-wife. Okay? A co-wife. Husband's another wife is Sapatni. So, and no co-wives can stay, you know, uh, in harmony with one husband. And therefore, they are as good as foes, as good as, I mean, they have enemical tendencies between them. And therefore, Sapatna comes to mean as uh, enemy. A Sapatnam Pranotu, let her make me without enemies, free from rivals, free from opponents. And then, if she is doing so much for me, what should I do for her? This is something which I must do for my mother. What I should do? Ye gramaha, yadaranyam, yasabhaha, adibhumyam, ye sangramaha, samitayaha, teshu, charuvadena. Be it the villages, be it the uh, forest, be it the assemblies on this earth, be it the battlefields or be it the gathering places, Samiti. Samiti is the place where people gather to discuss something, the Parishad, you know. So, Sangramaha, Samitayaha, whatever be the place on this earth, Charu Vade Mate, let us be good of Mother Earth. Let us all strive for her goodness, for her well-being, so that she will be in a position to take care of us for longer time. Yadvadami, whatever I speak, Madhumattadvadami, let me speak filled with honey. Nectarine words I should speak for Mother Earth. Yadikshe tadvananti, Whatever I, I see, that should be the desirable thing which I should see. The undesirable things I should not be able to see. That means, please make me devoid of the undesirable, all the evil, all the rival, all the wicked, all those things. And Vishiman Asmi, Jutiman, Avahanyan, Hanmi, Dodataha. Let me be strong, Vishiman. With martial power. Jyoti ma, Jyoti is vega, Twara. Let me be very speedy, you know, very fast in taking care of my mother. And avahanmi dodhataha anya. If there are other people who are doing bad, who are injuring, who are hurting my mother, let me, hanmi, avahanmi, let me. At least try to discourage them from doing that bad thing or let me strike at them, let me hit them, let me kill them, let me not allow them to do any injury to my mother. So again, this is a very, very good uh, uh, message that 
it's it is not it it's, it does suffice that i alone with would do and would do all good for her i will speak good about her but i must also take care that others also speak good of her others also will not try to hurt her or injure her i am taking every care praying her before digging let others also do the same thing so highest tribute to the mother earth upasthaste anamiva ayakshma asmabhyam santu prithivi prasutaha dirghan na ayuhu pratibuddhyamana vayam tubhyam balirhatasyam may things produced from you prithivi prasutaha for whom asmabhyam whatever you produce for us upasthaha by you you know let it be healthy free from diseases free from yakshma an amiva amiva is disease amiva is cognate you know with the word amiba <laughs> but amiva is disease so free from diseases a yakshma yakshma is again a generic name for uh, later on it meant it meant you know a tuberculosis raja yakshma consumption but yakshma also means it could be generically uh, any illness or sickness and uh, let all the produces will be be uh, free from diseases and free from yakshma and all so that we may live long knowing about this that you are producing healthy food for us may we live long let us eat healthy and let us live long see this is the pravritti marga this is a very optimistic approach of the seers that let us live for 100 years you know nobody wishes that no let me die when the corona comes i want to fight it and i want to live long because i have so many things to do not for myself not for my material welfare but it is as my duty to mother earth she has given me in bounties let me repay whatever in whatever best way i can and therefore vayam tubham balirtahasyam hum tum pe nichhavar ho jaye may we be tribute bearers to you balirtaha hum balidan karay karenge hamara sheesh chadhayenge so this is the this is the way you know i was telling you that pandit sripad damodar satyavlekar a freedom fighter himself he thought it to be a national anthem for the freedom fighters because with this they fought with this as an anthem they had that spirit let us go you know let us be martyrs but we must fight for our freedom so let us sacrifice ourselves for you o mother earth so i think i should stop with this uh, very good message and mata bhumihi putroham prithivyaha and vayam tubhyam balihtah syama i think these are the two best messages a person can ever have from this atharva uh, vedic sukta uh, thank you so much
fact, I wanted to end with the Kshama Sutta, Kshama Shloka, which we recite every day morning, you know. Samudra Vasane Devi, Parvatasthana Mandale, Vishnupatni Namastubhyam, Padasparasham Kshamaswami. You know, we, we alight from our bed and touch the Mother Earth before touching the Earth. We have to beg her, we have to beg her forgiveness for touching her, trading her on our uh, with our feet, you know, it's like touching our mother by our feet. We don't do that, right? And therefore, Samudra Vasane Devi. Her attire is the Samudra. Parvatasthana Mandala. And a very clever use of Parvatasthana Mandala is done by Kalidasa in Meghaduta. Okay, when it talks Amarakantaka as uh, her, her, her bosom, her breast. So, very beautifully poetic imagination he has done. Parvatasthana Mandala. And Vishnu Patni, she is the Bhu Devi, Shri Devi. These are the two Patnis, right? So Vishnu Patni Namastubhyam, Padasparsham Kshamaswami. Please forgive me touching you by my foot. <laughs> two questions from me. One, in uh, a lot of uh, traditional uh, spiritual literature, they describe Prithvi as Jad, uh, matter. But this sukta makes it come so alive. I, yeah. I don't think there is anything. I would like you to say something about it. This is yeah. This is the personification. I, I should say. See, philosophically, Prithvi is jada. All the pancha mahabhutas are jada. Prithvi, Aptej, Vayu, and even Akasha is jada. There is only one Chetana principle that is Brahman. That is the highest philosophical truth. Everything else is inanimate. Everything else is jada, insentient. So, Prithvi is jada. But when we have that motherly affection for, for Prithvi, she becomes like, she becomes like our mother, right? So, this is the personification. In fact, in all the Vedic sutras, all we have is the personified natural phenomena as the deities. So, Prithvi is no exception. Uh, Ma'am, I had two questions. Uh, one was a, I mean, one, the first one is an observation. Yes. Uh, uh, like uh, in the verse 35 that you said, uh, where the speaker, uh, you know, uh, begs apology before digging the earth. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that uh, becomes a very, very uh, good example of the reconciliation between uh, uh, nature and culture or say nature and civilization. Yes. Because, uh, otherwise today... Especially in the modern times, these both are considered mutually exclusive. So, if there is nature, it is at the cost of, say, culture or civilization. And if yeah. you have to cultures or civilization, it is it is at the cost of nature. You uh, said it, Parth. You said it. It has to be nature plus culture, and it is nature plus nurture. <laughs> it is nurturing is possible only with uh, culture, right? <laughs> I have some very, um, you know, dreamy or unrealistic belief that the earth will heal its, herself. You know, it's unrealistic belief that the earth will heal herself. Yeah, what, yeah. Uh, what do the Shastras say about that? In fact, in the Puranas, we have these stories, you know. Prithvi was overburdened and therefore she came to Indra Sabha. And then she said, oh, ye sanghar karna hai inko, because I am overburdened by, by these people. So you please take an incarnation and lessen my burden. So this comes as a story, you know, in the Puranas. Many of our stories come like this only. 
Prithvi came to the Indra Sabha while Indra was ruling, you know, all these uh, stories. So it is very true. I mean, you know, man unrestrainfully and greedily, you know, when we say there is enough with the earth to give everybody, everybody's need, but not to the greed. And people are being greedy. Human beings are very greedy. We don't take what we need. We store what is not needed and we are becoming very greedy. So there is not enough for the greed of a person. There is enough for the need. And when we do that greedily, it's a reaction, right? And that is like shrugging the shoulder and, you know, uh, expressing her anger and displeasure at the activities. <laughs> so when I go through, uh, you know, if I recall what you have said, it gives me a feeling of gratitude, obligation, belonging towards Mother Earth. At the same time, there is this Western phenomena which says, save the planet, save Earth, which seems very condescending, very uh, authoritative, as, as if I have to save the Earth with the, forgetting the fact that I need to have a sustainable relationship with the Earth where I need know that my extraction has to be to a limit and I need to give something back. And there was a popular guru, very guru, a uh, very popular guru in southern India who said that finally West is realizing uh, the Indian way of uh, uh, looking at Mother Earth. But I do not agree with that fact. Our way of looking at it is very different from saying... Very different, yeah. So what, what do you say about that? I think ours is the best, not because it is ours, but it is really a very, uh, you know, a family type of relation when it brings in. And a mother-child relation is incomparable, right? It's unparalleled in the world. Nobody can be so close to the mother as her own child and the mother to the child than anybody else, right? And therefore, I think this is the most, uh, what I can say, uh, the filial relation, the, the family relation, and the closest to one's heart. And secondly, I will feel proud that, oh, this has come from my ancestors. I, I think I got the answer to my question that, yes, it is not, the dharmic way of looking at things but somehow uh, you know today when people celebrate earth's day mother's day i don't understand this fact that why do we need to have this one day we we uh, it, it's exactly. a relationship every day right but then we have i mean uh, shortened it to one day you know mother's day is also one day why yes. mother's day should be all all the all over the year all 365 days it should be mother's day it's only one International Women's Day. Why only one day? Every day is a woman's day. Every day is a mother's day, right? So this has become a, like a Western concept and we are like uh, blindly aping that and following that, you know. It's not good in a way. I mean, it's good in a way that they have at least identified a day to, you know, hand wash day also. What is hand wash day? Right? So, but then at least, you know, there is some awareness, at least for a day, you think of Mother Earth. So, 22nd April, Earth Day. <laughs> Namaste, Gauriji. Thank you so much. Um, uh, you know, most of us cannot read uh, Sanskrit and most of us cannot read Rig Veda. So, thank you so much for bring, making it so easy for us to understand and appreciate it. Um, uh, uh, you know, like Jashoda said, you know, we need to, uh, this whole personification that you introduced us to, it makes us far more easy to relate to earth. 
than just see it as you know road and you know unfortunately these days we hardly see earth in its raw form we see only concrete we hardly have actual earth on which we can we can feel the energy of it uh, concrete is blocking it so uh, that helps us you know kind of uh, relate to it so much better and if these uh, suktas were chanted regularly hopefully at schools uh, we will probably think thousand times before uh, being back to earth yeah thousand times if we have this bhav towards her so right now earth day is only saying that it's 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 being something cool there's something cool about being earth day or switching off your lights for 10 minutes or 15 minutes it's meaningless we know because far more energy is spent mm-hmm. in promoting those earth days you know the whatever energy you save in 10 minutes we are actually spending far more in promoting it spending far more resources so i i don't know um, if there is a way to bring it back into our consciousness by t- teaching children to recite it uh, somewhere i think we should start uh, uh, you know you said that uh, most of uh, us can't read sanskrit and therefore uh, somebody has to bring it home uh, so i have been trying it uh, to my level best and there are some people here i can see who are regularly attending some of such talks you know where i bring it the indian knowledge systems through english i mean this is not propagating my uh, lecture series but then uh, parth for example has come uh, from rajput and he is an english professor and uh, how his uh, students are attending the lectures and uh, you know it's amazing i mean the change can be there you know somebody has to start and why english because english is the common language now the world can understand uh, a little bit english you know most of the uh, people and therefore i i am uh, doing it in english so but i am like hopeful that uh, if not the ancient gurukula per se as we had but then some form of the gurukula can be brought in if we really wish to do that right thank you very much for a very informative uh, lecture very inspiring lecture and uh, i have a question maybe this sounds contrarian but uh, uh, the all this selection i understand that the prithvi sukta is quite a long section of the yeah yeah as you said but all the selections you made somehow seem to be anthropocentric which seem to go against this uh, received wisdom that it's highly environmental conscious and so on but it seems to be very anthropocentric i mean you can turn that uh, mother child relationship on its head and say that you know you think that maybe uh, the world has an obligation towards you just as a mother has an obligation towards a child no questions asked right so is it as anthropocentric throughout the sukta or you know maybe it is more about all creation i mean uh, what is your feeling about i feel it is more anthropocentric because you know it is uh, it is written by a man it is composed by a human being i mean seer right and it has to because when we think of something it has to be the human centric the anthropocentric right and therefore uh, there is no doubt and uh, the selection which i did as you rightly observed is very good you know i mean your observation i must appreciate 
i did choose such verses mostly okay uh, either the cow and the calf or the mother and the child because that is what we need now because you know the mother is crying and we are not listening to her so this is high time that we 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 do listen to her cries and her lamentations otherwise this this will be again submerged in the ocean where she was thousands of years back i haven't heard of the bhumi suktam it was very enlightening uh one question i had is uh, would you know of any mining community or institution which uses that uh, particular shloka before digging the soil asking for forgiveness and uh, uh, i don't for, know yeah. i don't know really but i think this is a doable thing i mean whenever we dig we should do that i mean we can start that practice even now nothing is uh, too late to start so we can start and we should whenever we take up you know for example when we had our chinmay vishwavidyapitha bhumi pujan we did recite some of the shlokas from the bhumi sukta and uh, some shlokas from the vastushpati sukta so but this is like when we are doing it in chinmaya but whenever a big work like this you know major uh, undertaking is going on we should do that that is showing our gratefulness and gratitude uh to mother earth nothing else i mean we as it is do the puja right bhumi puja we don't dig up the earth like that we just try to pacify her and then put an axe right <laughs> uh, we say we have to repay everything we get so what uh, can you tell us elaborate more on it because i think sometimes it's correct but sometimes it's not correct okay i mean mother never expects the repayment from a child right mother never expects but it is the child's duty to repay she won't expect mother won't expect similarly the mother earth won't expect from us but it is our duty to repay it's not a give and take bargain it's not a treaty in that way it's not a contract which is signed between two parties it's more of a, a family relation which obliges a person to repay the the runa the debt of a mother right i think that could answer this <laughs> there can't be a contract you gave me this much so i want to give you this right it's it's not a contract like that it's much more and beyond the contract thank you for enlightening talk and actually i gave you a sangam talk on uh, comparing manvantara cycles with um, okay supercontinent cycles and whatever you described about that is so beautiful that you can apply and see in artistry whatever is has been described earth has so many names and each has meaning and everything is we can apply to geology and see uh, we can correlate with um, whatever our ancestors talked about and then mm-hmm. uh, see it in the artistry and it's really beautiful and um, I appreciate uh, you you taking um, talking about this but uh, uh, I I urge everybody to see that talk as well and then it's all not like praising somebody it's all real that's what I want to add to your uh, talk thanks for your kind words <laughs> when we uh, come across the words bhumi and prithvi in this particular sukta so are we to uh, draw some fine line of difference or are, do they mean the same i mean etymologically uh, does the meaning change when we read to, through these uh, shlokas 
ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೂ so bruha bhuma so that gives the greatness you know the loftiness of the earth whereas prithvi is the vastness horizontally she is spread out you know so every word will give a different shade of meaning ultimately it is earth but then yeah, every no, word but has um, a different in the, in the shloka in the particular shloka if uh, say the rishi has used uh, prithvi in place of bhumi so i mean that would help us to interpret it better if we know the kind yeah. of etymological meaning yes uh, so this is about the meaning again so uh, i just want to know i mean when you read these uh, sukta uh, suktas from the shruti uh, what method do you actually follow to understand the meaning do you go from nirupta and then to some commentary and then finally arrive at the meaning or do you take some authority and then directly give the meaning uh, what yeah, is the method you follow it's a good question i would say because i am a lover of nirukta yaskacharya etymological meaning i feel you know that is the correct way or like uh, unquestionable uh, way of interpreting the meaning interpreting the the verse the vedic verse and secondly i have strong trust and faith in sayanacharya so sayanacharya because i feel see yaskacharya is the first uh, commentator you can say but he has not commented on all the suktas right whereas sayanacharya has commented on all the vedas okay and therefore sayanacharya's commentary also i trust so i normally go by these two yaskacharya and sayanacharya but i just want to add one small point mm-hmm. when we do sandhya in afternoon and evening we do sandhya sandhya morning afternoon evening we are supposed to do it we pray to vayu we pray to all the five elements and bhumi also is a part of it every day it is done and it is done thrice a day because many of these and and people who are asking should this be a part of our uh, before we start digging and things like that i have seen it whenever we start uh, digging for a house फाउंडेशन के लिए करते हैं मंदिर के लिए करते हैं तो फ्रॉम भूमि उच्चारण जरूर करते हैं so some of these things too are asking me who have doubts i would just uh, like them to go through our what our sandhya says right we know that so uh, all is not lost not yet the all is not lost i mean but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still there wherever some rituals are performed even now it is performed yeah so, but where it is not performed we need to revive it pranam uh, dr gauri ji i have uh, a very basic question i don't know if it makes sense or not 
but uh, I've read quite a few Western sp uh, spiritual gurus that they call themselves, you know, but they talk about uh, the burden on the earth. And one of the main burdens on the earth is the population. And they say that uh, we should stop producing kids because then what's the point of burdening the earth with there's already so much kids, you know. That never resonates with me, I don't know why. Because there can never be a conflict between Srishti and Bhumi, you know. And I know in a lot of developed countries, there is food that goes to waste in such an amount that it can feed half of the earth. So right. why don't you talk about those things which can be managed? That is abuse of the earth. It is their... Uh, you know, brown man's burden to uh, uh, curb their population. <laughs> and uh, the other people are, you know, uh, populating like anything. Because I don't see a conflict between Bhumi and Srishti. Yes, there can be a conflict between abuse and Bhumi. So could you just uh, kind of give an answer to that? That is there a conflict between Bhumi and Srishti or is it abuse? Uh, I think uh, the, the use, the misuse and abuse of Mother Earth if that is cleverly decided and uh, we cleverly make a use, judicious use, then the population, etc., they don't hold good. These are very lame excuses, I would say, because Srishti, you know, uh, to, to create, to produce, to generate, regenerate is the very sthai bhava, is the very nature. It is from root srija to create. And therefore, how can we have any conflict between Srishti? And how can we have any conflict between Srishti and Bhumi? Srija, the very root meaning of Srija is to create. So she is a very creative energy, creative force. And therefore, the population, etc. are the lame excuses, I say. So we must have the judicious use and we should stop misuse and abuse. Then it is there is enough to feed the entire world. I don't have a question per se. It's just that this uh, discussion, you know, made me think of something else, which is called uh, carrying capacity. Okay. Carrying uh, capacity. Because the resources that we need are not evenly spread out. So, I mean, if you look at history, all the great civilizations have grown up in river valleys for a reason. So a thousand people in one place is not the same as a thousand people in another place. So I don't think we can say that, uh, you know, you should uh, have more population or you have less population. The question is, what is the carrying capacity and at what level of consumption? Because it's very clear from all ecological studies, whether human or animal, you know, if there are too many elephants in one place, they will ruin the forest for miles around. They require much more land and uh, they, there comes a limit after which, you know, the elephants have to be culled. I mean, this is all our uh, experience from so many years of ecology. So I think it would not be correct to say that because Earth is creative, you know, she would uh, tolerate every kind of creation and procreation and so on and so forth. Clearly, there are limits as to where she will tolerate and where she will not. That's all. I, I think, yeah, that's a very, uh, from uh, the answer given from ecological and environmental point of view. I think the discussion is going on uh, beyond the scope of Atharva, Atharva yeah, Vedi yes, Bhumi yes, Sutta. Yes. <laughs> Please uh, take it back. Please moderate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Gauriji, I have, I have always been very enamored by a concept that 
when Sita went back to the earth, when uh, you know she came from the earth, she was the earth's daughter, and later on after the Uttarakhanda of the Ramayan, when Ram invited her back, she refused. She went back to the earth to her mother's home, and they say that ki Sita Prithvi me samagai, and all that was left for her, left of her was her the ends of her hair, which is the grass that we see. And this ah, is that's the story. I mean, in Valmiki Ramayana, it's not like that. It's only like uh, she prayed Madhavi Vivaram Me Dehi. You know, there are three, four verses. And then Madhavi, that is again Prithivi, she just opened up. There was a split on the on the ground and up came the, uh, the Mother Earth in a golden throne, uh, propped up by the, by the Sarpas, the Nagas. And she took her in her lap and went down. That is the thing. I mean, the cage has remained and that became grass. That is, I think, another story that's not in Balmiki Ramayana. <laughs>